2: The Bill Bunkley Show right now, but uh, he's taking a well-earned day off today. So right now we're playing an encore presentation of our show Verse by Verse with your host, Steve Kreloff, which you can catch weekday mornings at six o'clock and again at 10 o'clock p.m. We hope you enjoy it as much as we do. It's called Verse by Verse here on Faith Talk Tampa.
1: The following is sponsored by Verse by Verse Ministries and is pre-recorded.
3: Those who are unsaved are hostile towards God. You know what that means? That when somebody says to you, I've always loved God, they're not telling you the truth. They've not loved God. Not the God of Scripture. Not the the true God. They may have loved a God they created in their own minds, but not the God of the Bible. And not only that, he tells us not only were we hostile towards God, but we didn't subject ourselves to the law of God. We never obeyed him. We did whatever we wanted to do. And we're not even able to do it before we were saved. Even if we wanted to, we're not able to do it. We don't have the power to do it, and we don't want to do it anyway. You see, it's only when we come to Christ for salvation are we reconciled to God and we become his friend. Otherwise, folks, every unsaved person is at war with God.
4: Verse by verse with our teacher, Pastor Steve Kreloff. We have some heavy truth coming our way today on Verse by Verse, but first let me mention that Lakeside Community Chapel in Clearwater, Florida is where Pastor Steve preaches regularly. and I've been asked to invite you to attend some Sunday if you are ever in the Clearwater area. As I said, we have some heavy words coming our way today in our series, Words Have Meaning. Pastor Steve is teaching from Matthew chapter 12. But today we're going to start with Romans chapter 5 and verse 10. In our last broadcast, we heard that there is no neutrality when it comes to Jesus Christ. Paul said it another way in Romans chapter 5. He said that we were enemies of God until we were reconciled through the death of Jesus Christ. Let's pay close attention today because there are several important truths that will help us in sharing the gospel. Here is Pastor Steve.
3: Notice Romans five. Verse 10. For if while we were enemies, he means before you were converted, you were enemies. If while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son. He's telling us that everyone who has ever come to faith in Christ and been reconciled was first of all an enemy of God. Now that's a heavy truth. We were all enemies regardless of a person's nice personality Maybe they have a tenderness of heart. Maybe they're just, you know, sweet people. They are still enemies of God if they're not converted. All of us were enemies of God. In fact, more than than enemies, we were hostile. Romans chapter 8 and then verse 7. Paul writes, Because the mind set on the flesh is hostile toward God, for it does not subject itself to the law of God, for it is not even able to do so. Those who are unsaved... Are hostile towards God. You know what that means? That when somebody says to you, I've always loved God, they're not telling you the truth. They've not loved God. Not the God of Scripture. Not the the true God. They may have loved a God they created in their own minds, but not the God of the Bible. And not only that, he tells us not only were we hostile towards God, but we didn't subject ourselves to the law of God. We never obeyed him. We did whatever we wanted to do. And we're not even able to do it before we were saved. Even if we wanted to, we're not able to do it. We don't have the power to do it, and we don't want to do it anyway. You see, it's only when we come to Christ for salvation are we reconciled to God and we become his friend. Otherwise, folks, every unsaved person is at war with God, living in rebellion to his standards, in rebellion to his commands, walking after the lusts of their own flesh. And that's why Jesus that day said to the crowd, you cannot remain neutral towards me either you must follow me in submission to my authority as your lord and king or you remain against me a hostile sinner bent on following the dictates of your own fleshly desires and if those in the crowd of undecided unconverted people who witnessed Christ casting out a demon from that man if they refused to become his followers then not only would they still be opposed to him but They would also be in danger of ending up like those openly hostile Pharisees who, watch this, in their rejection of Christ, had put themselves in the place of never being able to experience God's forgiveness. That's the great danger. Not only would they be opposed to him, but they'd be so hostile to him that they could never be saved. Notice verse 31. Therefore, based on this, based on the fact that there's no neutrality, you're one way or another, therefore I say to you, Any sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven people, but blasphemy against the Spirit shall not be forgiven. Now, these are those most terrifying words I mentioned to you last week that Jesus ever uttered. Because they tell us that there is a sin, which he called blasphemy of the Spirit, that will not be forgiven by God. Which means that a person who commits this sin will be lost forever lost forever, with no possibility of ever being saved. So it's extremely important that we understand this, right? We have to understand the nature of this particular sin, make sure we never commit it. So what is the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit? Well, we're going to think our way through this. First of all, we need to understand that this particular sin has nothing to do, as many people think it does, has nothing to do with anything like gross immorality or any other form of decadent behavior. That's what many people think. Well, somebody committed suicide or somebody murdered someone else or, or somebody's an adulterer or somebody was drunkard. It has nothing to do with that. And I'll show you this. From the context of this verse, Jesus was, was specifically telling the Pharisees that they had committed this particular sin, and yet the Pharisees were not guilty of any gross acts of immorality or drunkenness or murder or occult practices. And there may have been some along the lines who did it, but as a, as a group, they were not guilty of this. In fact, these men were actually outstanding citizens, the best that Israel had to offer. They were meticulous observers of their externally righteous religion. Yet Jesus said that they had committed a sin that was so serious that it could and would never be forgiven of God. So eliminate in your minds that it was some gross immorality. To highlight how serious this particular sin is, Jesus said that every other sin, and he said, and blasphemy would be forgiven. Meaning, of course, if there was repentance and faith, God does not forgive unless there's repentance and and faith. But he said the blasphemy of the Spirit would not be forgiven. There would not be repentance and faith concerning that. In other words, he's saying every heinous sin imaginable, And I might add every sin unimaginable, including the sin of blasphemy, which means to intentionally speak against God. That's what it means to blaspheme, to intentionally speak against God. Every sin and blasphemy, Jesus said, will be forgiven. That's good news. The bad news is, except the sin of blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. In fact, the Lord went on to say that even the sin of speaking against him was forgivable. Notice the beginning of verse 32. Whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. Now, that's a great truth to know because if you were saved later in life, probably everyone in that camp saved later in life has blasphemed God in general and Christ in particular, right? Some of us in this audience have, have done that. You may have bitterly railed at God, angry at him. You may have cursed at him in your anguish and pain, spoken evil of him, denounced him as being cruel and unfair. How dare he He let somebody die in your family? How dare he allow you to be so um, afflicted physically? How dare he take this job from you? And you've said and accused him of perhaps of being unfair and cruel and unjust. That's blasphemy. That's blasphemy. And concerning specifically Jesus Christ, you don't need me to convince you that Christ has been the object of more abusive speech in the history of humanity than anybody else. He's been accused of being, amongst many things, a liar, a sorcerer, a deceiver, an illegitimate child, and even insane. And in recent times, he has been blasphemed as one who has had a secret love affair and marriage with Mary Magdalene. And on and on it goes. Yet Jesus said that all blasphemies against him could and would be Forgiven if there was repentance. And you know, there's no better illustration of this truth that a Christ-hating blasphemer could and would be forgiven than the Apostle Paul, who was the he said he was the chief of sinners. In 1 Timothy chapter 1, I'd like you to see this because this is important and it ties in with why he could be forgiven, but his fellow Pharisees that Jesus spoke to could not and would not. 1 Timothy chapter 1, in verse. In verses 12 and 13, Paul says something most significant. He says in verse 12, I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has strengthened me because he has considered me faithful, putting me into service. And notice this, even though I was formerly a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent aggressor, yet I was shown mercy. Now notice this, why? Because I acted ignorantly in unbelief. That's very important. Paul tells us that his blaspheming was done in ignorance. Since before his conversion, Paul, then known as Saul of Tarsus, really didn't understand the truth about Christ. Know this about Paul. Paul was simply, before his conversion, a self-righteous Pharisee who blasphemed Christ because he was trying to protect the Jewish religion. That's why he did it. That's why he did it. He didn't deliberately, knowing the truth about Jesus, go against him even though Paul was wrong, he sincerely thought that he was honoring Judaism and the God of Israel. That was where Paul's heart was. Now, he was wrong, and if he wasn't converted, he still would have He would have ended up in hell. But at least Paul said, I, I didn't deliberately know the truth and reject it. I didn't know it. But watch this. That was not the case with his fellow Pharisees who said that Jesus was the ruler of the demons. They did not Act in ignorance. They saw Christ's miracles, they heard his teaching, and yet they deliberately chose to reject him. Now, listen very closely. The Pharisees rejected Christ because they had made up their minds not to pay any attention to the Holy Spirit's witness, ongoing witness, as he worked in and through Christ in performing miracles. Remember, Jesus said, If I, by whom? The Spirit of God cast out demons. Even though Jesus was God in human flesh, he ministered in the power of the Spirit of God. It was by the Spirit's power that he cast out demons. And every time he cast out a demon and every time he healed somebody, it was the, not only the power of the Holy Spirit, it was the witness of the Holy Spirit, witnessing and testifying and pointing people to Christ, saying, it's him, he's the one, he's the Messiah, he's your king. But the Pharisees who saw so much of this deliberately chose to ignore the Spirit's witness and work through Christ until they became so hardened and callous to the Spirit's witness that they actually attributed Christ's power to Satan. Remember, these are the same men who in John chapter 11 hear of Lazarus raised from the dead and they said, Jesus has to die. I think about that. Somebody's been raised from the dead after three days in a tomb, so much so that the Bible says in that wonderful King James language, he stinketh by this time. And yet, that's all they could think about. They saw this amazing miracle, and all they could think about was killing Christ. That's hardness. I think also in John chapter 9, there was a man who was born blind who Jesus gave sight to. And all they could think about was it must not be true. Is this really the man born blind? Let's bring his parents in here. Listen, a guy who was born blind has been given sight. And that's all they can think about. Folks, that's hardness of heart. They didn't act in ignorance. They knew exactly what they were doing, but they deliberately chose to reject the evidence. They had made their minds up. William Hendrickson, in his commentary on Matthew, explained exactly why the Pharisees could never be forgiven. He wrote, their sin is unpardonable, because they are unwilling to tread the path that leads to pardon. For a thief, an adulterer, and a murderer, there's hope. He writes, the measure, or the message, rather, of the gospel may cause him to cry out, O God, be merciful to me, the sinner. But when a man has become hardened so that he has made up his mind not to pay any attention to the promptings of the Spirit, not even to listen to his pleading and warning voice, He has placed himself on the road that leads to perdition. In other words, the reason the sin against the Holy Spirit can never be forgiven is that it is the equivalent, watch this, of rejecting Christ with such finality that no one in this state of mind will ever repent and believe the gospel. That's why the unforgivable sin can never and will never be committed by a Christian. If you've ever feared as a believer that you've committed this, I'm telling you, you haven't. I tell you, on the authority of God's word, this is about permanently rejecting Christ. Those who permanently reject Christ will never be forgiven. They've made up their minds already. You've accepted Christ. Let God give you assurance from his word. See, this is the sin of permanently rejecting the Son of God. And those who deliberately refuse to pay attention to the clear promptings and witness provided by the Holy Spirit place themselves in a position where, note this, there's nothing more that God can do for them to convince them of Christ and their need to be saved. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The word of God is the voice of the spirit. The voice of the spirit is the word of God. If you reject that, what more can God do? You've rejected his means by which he opens your heart to the truth. There's nothing more that even God can do, because no one can be saved apart from the Holy Spirit's work and witness to your life about Christ. If you reject his work and his witness, there is simply nothing more that God can or will do to bring you to faith in Christ in rejecting the constant witness of the Spirit as he gives enlightenment concerning the Lord and the need to trust him for salvation, a person can come to a point in their life where they have so deliberately refused the Word of God and made up their minds about Christ that they can reach a point of hardness in their hearts where they will never repent and believe in Jesus. Now, where that is in someone's heart, we don't always know. But Jesus knew and it's clear that the Pharisees had reached that point, how would he know that? Because listen, the evidence is so clear. The evidence of this type of hardness came out very, very loud when they said, you're satanic. And Jesus said, I know you've reached the point of no return. You'll never repent. Because you've, you've seen and heard the witness of the Spirit to you. You continue to reject it. If after seeing all of that, you conclude that I'm satanic, there is no hope for you. There's nothing more that God can show you to convince you. Now, you may have never, you may have never blasphemed the Holy Spirit by claiming that Jesus and his power were satanic, but nevertheless, this is not isolated to the first century. This principle is true today because you can still reach a point in your life where hardness of heart can make you a person who's beyond any hope of salvation. You don't have to go through this exact experience of seeing Jesus in the first century casting out a demon, and you say, no, you still in principle can harden your heart to the witness of the Spirit. And let me just show you this, Hebrews chapter 2. The book of Hebrews is written to just as the title says, to people who are Hebrews, Jewish people, many of which were born again, but some in this Hebrew church, we're not saved. And the writer knows that, and that's why he gives them some very severe warnings throughout this book, warnings that are too strong for, for believers. They are clearly addressed to unbelievers. And he gives them a warning in chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. He says, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which would indicate that some of them were neglecting this salvation. They had heard it, but they were neglecting it. After it was at the first spoken through the Lord, it was confirmed to us by those who heard. So the Lord first came, proclaimed the gospel, the writer is saying, then the apostles came along and and they confirmed it. They they were the Lord's ambassadors, they confirmed it. And then verse four says, God also testifying with them, that is the apostles, both by signs and wonders, and by various miracles, and by gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. So the apostles came along, they preached the gospel. And God gave them the ability to perform signs and wonders to confirm that this is true. This is the Holy Spirit's witness to the, to the people. But the writer is saying, you're in danger. You are neglecting this. And if you continue to neglect this, you're in big trouble. And he speaks of that trouble in Hebrews chapter 6, a verse and passage that has troubled many people, but it doesn't need to be. I believe this is addressed to specifically those people who were not converted. This is not for believers. The language he uses in Hebrews 6, verses 4 through 6, are never used anywhere else pertaining to a believer. If you want more information about this, we have CDs available, in which I go into more detail of this. But let me just highlight this. Verse 4, remember, these are the people who had neglected so great a salvation. For in the case of those who have once been enlightened, enlightened by whom? By the Holy Spirit and have tasted of the heavenly gift, and have been made partakers of the Holy Spirit. He's talking about something less than salvation. They've had exposure. They've had the witness, and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come. I think that means they, they saw the miracles. They saw kingdom demonstrations. And then, he means after all of this, you've been enlightened, you've, you've seen the evidence and then, after all of this, have fallen away. It is impossible to renew them again to repentance. It's impossible, he says. You'll, you'll never repent. It's what Jesus said. You'll never be forgiven. Since they again crucified to themselves the Son of God and put him to an open shame. Just what Jesus said. If you're not for me, you're against me. No neutral ground. He said, if you reject him at the highest level of enlightenment and revelation... You take your stand with those who said, he's a liar, he's a sorcerer, he ought to be crucified. And you've hardened your heart just like those Pharisees. Just like those Pharisees. He said it's impossible to renew you again to repentance. Why? Because your heart is too hard. There's nothing more God can do for you. You've rejected the evidence that he's provided to bring you to repentance, and therefore you will never repent. See, if you continuously And deliberately, folks, reject God's word about Christ and the gospel. You will place yourself in danger of hardening yourself to the point of no return. And then you will never have any hope of being forgiven. Now, these are very sobering words. Don't just go out of here and forget them. In fact, last week, someone said to me, I I may be in this category. And I I know this person. I said, you've been spoken to a lot. You've been talked to a lot. There's really nothing more to say, is there? You've heard it all. You just need to call upon the Lord. And I say that to all of you who may be in that situation. If there is interest in your heart today, then you have not reached that point of no return. If you say, I know Christ is true, I know the gospel is right, I know I'm a sinner, I know I need to be saved, then do it today, because tomorrow your heart may be too hardened. Don't become like the Pharisees who are, as I said, in hell today, having all of eternity to think about this, because they deliberately rejected christ let's bow for prayer i realize that some of us have loved ones who we are deeply concerned about who indicate no interest in the gospel have they reached the point of no return i don't know but i do know that as long as god has placed them upon your heart pray for them pray for their salvation and god's hand is not shortened that he cannot save And understand this, when he opens doors of opportunity to witness, don't force it, but when he opens those doors, then walk through and share the gospel. With God, nothing is impossible. And we don't know where a person's heart is, so just be faithful in sharing his word. Father, we thank you for this very sobering passage of Scripture. And I pray, Lord, for those who are here without Christ, that they will take this to heart. I pray for those who might be listening to this and in, in some other context that they would take this to heart. And, and out of our study today, Lord, I pray that some would call upon Christ and be saved. I pray also, Lord, that for those of us who have loved ones who have no interest in the gospel, I pray that you will help us to remember to pray for them and to have confidence in you and to know that you who created the world in one week you who can do anything can certainly change a wicked heart into a believing heart. You did that with us. So, Lord, may we go out of here with great confidence in you and yet a great sense of urgency in proclaiming the gospel to others. We pray this all in Jesus'
4: name. As we have heard on today's program, a person can come to a point in their life where they have so deliberately refused the Word of God and made up their minds about Christ that they can reach a point of hardness in their hearts where they will never repent and believe in Jesus. So where is that in someone's heart? We don't know, but Jesus knew, and it's clear that the Pharisees had reached that point. How did Jesus know that? Well, their evidence is very clear. They said to Jesus, you're satanic. What's sobering about that, beyond the fact they said that to the creator of the universe, is that eternity is just that eternity. For those who reject Christ, the outcome is not pleasant, and that is extreme understatement. I hope you're able to join us for the next verse-by-verse broadcast as Pastor Steve will continue with our series, Words Have Meaning.
1: Proceeding is sponsored by Verse by Verse Ministries and was pre-recorded. To learn more, including how to donate to this ministry, visit versebyverseradio.org. That's versebyverseradio.org. W282CI Tampa, W271CY Lakeland,
5: W262CP Bayonet Point. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey.
6: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The European Union will hold an emergency summit on Tuesday as concerns grow that the war between Israel and Hamas could fuel intercommunal tensions in Europe. France has ordered a a ban on pro-Palestinian demonstrations and Germany, wrapping up security and bans shows of support for Hamas. Canadian autoworkers voting to ratify a three-year contract agreement with General Motors. Unifor is the union representing about 4,300 Canadian workers at three GM facilities. The vote followed the pattern of an agreement reached earlier with Ford. It leaves only Jeep makers to Lattice without a contract. In the U.S., strikes continue by UAW with nearly 34,000 workers off their jobs at all three Detroit companies. Stocks remain higher. The Dow up 358 points. This is S.R.N.U. Trump There is dissent in the Church of England over gay marriage.
7: Eleven bishops have banded together to oppose plans to introduce blessings for same-sex couples. In a statement released by a premier Christianity, the bishops say, quote, sharing the profound concerns of many in the Church of England and in the wider communion, we find it necessary to dissent publicly from the decisions of the House of Bishops. Some experts say the issue of gay marriage is liable to split the church and the worldwide Anglican communion. Michael Harrington, SRN News. The Pacific Justice Institute
6: has filed a lawsuit on behalf of a Christian who performs with the Hawaii Symphony Orchestra. John Gallagher, who plays the bass for the HSO, was denied a religious exemption to the coronavirus vaccine and was suspended from work. The law firm accuses the orchestra of violating their clients' rights under Title VII of federal law, as well as under Hawaii's
8: state equivalent. This is SRN News. Are you looking for a Christian college where you can deepen your faith without breaking the budget? Check out Word of Life Bible Institute in Hudson, Florida. Our accredited courses feature top professors and Bible teachers who will challenge you to build a solid biblical foundation. Our Florida campus offers a vibrant atmosphere where you can experience life in an encouraging Christian community. Plus, The practical ministry training allows you to apply biblical truth beyond the walls of the classroom. With scholarships and transfer opportunities through the nation's top colleges, you can save thousands on your degree just by spending a year at Word of Life Bible Institute. Join us in Hudson, Florida to deepen your relationship with God like never before. Apply today at WOL.TO/apply. That's W-O-L slash apply. Travel Cats is your travel industry friend, offering you a superior travel experience at incredible group rates to customize destinations around the world. Travel Cats also has partnered this year with MSC Cruises to give away a stunning cruise for two to a deserving pastor at this year's Pastor's Appreciation Event. Learn how Travel Cats can help you with all of your travel needs at TravelCats.com. That's Travel, K-A-T-Z, TravelCats.com. Travel Cats, travel made easy. This
9: is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, switching to MediShare can save you even more than usual, on top of what you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a health care solution right now, especially given how inflation is affecting us. And MediShare is the affordable, reliable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves about $500 a month. You might save even more. And MediShare is a Christian community that's been sharing each other's health care costs for 30 years now, and they're making it easier than ever. Apply by October 31st, and you can save an additional $150 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second, but just tell them the promo code SHARE to get your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch like more than 400,000 people already have, and start saving. Here it is. It's 844-47-BIBLE. That's 844-47-BIBLE. Eight four four forty seven 47 bible Join
0: AM 930 The Answer's national radio host and conservative icon, Sebastian Gorka on The Great American Cigar Tour Brought to you by Todd Saylor and Wired Differently and Midas Gold Group Coming Wednesday, November 15th at 7 p.m. to the Corona Cigar Company at 22 North Lemon Avenue in Sarasota. We'll discuss politics and life with great cigars. Plus, an exclusive book signing by Todd Saylor with his new book, You Will Be Done. For details, visit TheAnswerSarasota.com.
10: Christ, I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Birdie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view.
11: The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of
10: WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems.
11: Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live.
10: And welcome to Bob Bernie Live and the Bill Bunkley Show as well. On this Monday afternoon, we are simulcasting in Columbus, Ohio. On the Word, AM 880 and 104.5 FM, and in Tampa, Florida, on Faith Talk, 570, 760, and 910 AM. Bill Bunkley is away from the microphone for a couple of days, and I have the privilege of filling in. At the top of the hour, uh, we're going to be joined by our friends in Washington, D.C., and we will be simulcasting in Columbus, Ohio, Tampa, Florida, and Washington, D.C. But right now, Columbus, Tampa, linked together. And it is my privilege to be your host. My name is Bob Bernie. I host Bob Bernie Live. And I've got a telephone number that works anywhere in the continental United States. 877 Bob Live. 877 262 5483. Just one thing I will not allow today. I don't want anybody from Tampa, Florida calling and telling me how beautiful your weather is. It is it is drizzly, wet, cold, miserable in Columbus, Ohio, and I don't want to hear about I don't want to hear about your weather in Tampa. I don't know, I could take that as well. Anyway, <laughs> Eight uh, seven seven Bob live is my telephone number. Uh, my wife and I were having our devotions last night. We have our devotions in the evening before we go to sleep, and uh, came across this wonderful verse. I hope I hope you have discovered this. God has a word for you no matter what your situation, no matter what your circumstances, God has a word for you. Not only that, God has a word for every circumstance in the world. Everything that's going on, there is some biblical principle that will apply to the situation. The eyes of the world are upon Israel right now, as Israel prepares a ground offensive into the Gaza Strip, uh, they must. They really have no choice this time. Uh, we'll get into a little more of this a little later. There is no moral equivalency. There is none. I'll give you an example. The Israeli Defense Fund, or force, the IDF, uh, has... Uh, dropped thousands and thousands and thousands of flyers over all over Gaza saying, uh, we're coming, uh, we're going to destroy Hamas, but we don't want to hurt innocent civilians. We don't want to hurt you, but we're coming. We just want you to know, please leave. Please evacuate. We don't want to hurt innocent civilians. So what is Hamas doing? blocking the evacuation routes. Yeah, so Israel says, we want you to be safe. We don't want you to be hurt. Leave. Hamas says, no, we want you to stay. We want you to die because we can use you for political purposes. There are some reports, not confirmed, but there are some reports that Hamas has actually opened fire on their own people who are trying to escape so that they can be used as human shields when the Israeli forces attack. Yeah, th- there could not be a greater difference between combatants, between the evil, wicked, demonic Hamas and Israel. Anyway, um, so th- the whole world is watching and Joy and I came across this verse last night, Psalm 125, verse 2. Listen to this, Psalm 125, verse 2. As the mountains are round about Jerusalem, so the Lord is round about his people from henceforth even for ever. What an incredible promise to the people of Israel. As the mountains are round about Jerusalem, then those of you who have been to Israel, you know about the mountains around Jerusalem. As the mountains are round about Jerusalem, so the Lord is round about his people from henceforth, even forever. And if you've been listening uh, when I've filled in for Bill and, uh, on my program, I have hit this so heavy, and I will continue to do so. That entire land belongs to Israel. Why? It was given to them by God. Check it out. There's no ambiguity in the Bible about who uh, what, what, who owns, who has a right to the entire land of Canaan, the land of Israel. And if God himself does not have a right to give a people a particular piece of real estate, then who does? Well, Bob, the the Palestinians were already there. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Check out the Old Testament. Check Check out when the children of Israel were delivered from Egypt. God, before that, 450 years before, God had told Abraham, I'm going to give you that land. It'll be yours. It's part of an everlasting, unconditional covenant. And, of course, they were slaves in Egypt. Oh, Bob, they they lost that. Okay. Uh, They were slaves in Egypt. Certainly, they were under the judgmental hand of God, and then they were delivered. And uh, they came to the edge of Canaan, to the Jordan River. They sent the 12 spies in, as you know. Ten of the 12 spies came back and said, We can't take it. There are giants in the land and walled cities. And the entire nation sat at the edge of the Jordan River and wept and wailed and cried all night, Oh, God, why did you bring us out here in the wilderness? We need to go back to Egypt. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, God has judged his people. There's no doubt about that. But then, 40 years later, after an entire generation died because of their unbelief, God turned to Joshua. Joshua turned to the people and said, We're going in because God gave it to us. And God had made it very clear it's all yours. Every place the the sole of your foot treads, that is yours. The entire land is yours. Go in and claim it. But there are giants in the land. Then drive out the giants. But there are walled cities. Fine. I'll tear down the walls. Anybody say Jericho? It was theirs. And, and once again, it was an everlasting covenant. Innocent Palestinian civilians deserve compassion. We should not rejoice in any innocent individual dying. But this is the land that belongs to the Jews by God's covenant. And as in the Old Testament when God told the Jews to drive them out, I believe that the Jews this time of necessity will have to drive out the inhabitants. And it looks like that's exactly what they're going to do. Uh, You disagree? Give me a call. We can talk about it. 877-BOB-LIVE.
0: of your favorite pastor well you can get him anywhere and everywhere at oneplace.com and the OnePlace app if you miss the daily dose of encouragement you need find it there if you want to hear that great sermon one more time it's all there we don't encourage you to leave this station not ever but when you want to repeat you know where to go oneplace.com and the one place app no matter what happens we're always on
5: FAMA is the Faith Action Ministry Alliance. FAMA is a strategic alliance of churches, organizations, and supporters like you. A unique approach to neighborhood uplift that unleashes the body of Christ to engage in Christ-like relationship building. The results are amazing. Caring for people in ways that you may never have dreamed. People need you. We need you. Visit famalliance.org or call 813-773-3262 to learn more about FAMA, to give a gift, or to volunteer. That's famalliance.org.
12: major investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691.
13: If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter,
14: That's 800-460-2890.
15: Bill Bunkley here. I want to take a moment to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a listener to this station. Whether it's our Fate Talk stations across Central Florida or our answer stations blanketing everything north and south of the Skyway, without you, there's no reason for us to be here doing what we do. And of course, what we do is not like anything else that's out there in the old or new media. In this day and age, we do not take this responsibility for granted. And so I would also like to take this opportunity to encourage you, if you agree with our messaging and want to support our efforts, there's no better way to do so than to support the great advertisers you hear on our stations. If you learn about a product or service here, please consider patronizing that business the next time you're in the market for what they have to offer. And if you have a business that could use some effective marketing, well, radio still very much gets results and you can get started by calling Steve Baltimore at 813-349-8240.
16: When a parent struggles with addiction or dies from a drug overdose, what happens to their children? Far too many end up in foster care unable to ever return to their birth homes because it's simply not safe. The Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption is fighting the clock so that teens don't age out of foster care, leaving them at a higher risk of addiction and other negative outcomes that can happen to a child without the love and stability of a permanent family. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org.
17: Thanks for listening to Faith Talk. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio is our friend Bob Burney.
11: Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live.
10: Again, welcome to Bob Bernie Live and the Bill Bunkley Show. To those of you in Tampa. Hey, ladies, uh, are you just dying to come to Ohio this fall? Well, you might want to come up for our special ladies event. I mean, all of the ladies in our audience here in Ohio are going to go to Smile on Women's Evening with Carrie Pomeroli. And who knows? You might want to drive up from Florida or fly up. And especially now because it is buy one ticket, get one ticket. Yep, buy a ticket, get a ticket. Buy a ticket, get a ticket. And all of that information is at the wordcolumbus.com. Smile, a women's evening with Carrie Pomeroli is coming up on October 29th, Sunday night here in Columbus. And again, it's buy a ticket, get a ticket. Okay, buy a ticket, get a ticket. So uh, ladies, you can pick a girlfriend and uh well, you buy a ticket, get a ticket. You can figure out how you want to work that out. Anyway, you can get tickets at com. It's coming up October 29th. Uh, I have no plan on spending the entire day talking about Israel. As important as it is, we have many other important things to talk about as well. But you may have noticed that the ground offensive... Has not occurred yet. Almost everyone assumed that the ground offensive against Gaza, uh, there are, uh, no, I better not give out the number because I could be wrong. There are multiple thousands of Israeli troops at the border between Israel and the Gaza Strip, just waiting for the order to go in. Uh, The Civilians in Gaza have been warned, we're coming, please leave, get out, we don't want to hurt uh, innocent civilians, and uh, almost everybody assumed that the offensive would start Friday night, Saturday, Saturday night, yesterday, and uh, here we are, it is uh, about 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock, I think, in Israel on Monday evening. And no ground offensive. Why? Well, there are a lot of theories. Uh, time to get the civilians out. That's possible. Uh, get more political support. That's possible. Also, watching what Hezbollah does up on the northern border of Israel. Um, there is some concern that if Israel puts almost all of their troops into Gaza, It would leave the northern border somewhat unprotected, and Hezbollah could sweep down from the north with a full frontal attack on northern Israel. No, no, that's pure speculation, but uh, the ground offensive has not occurred yet, so we will uh, keep an eye on it. Uh, Just one other thing, and again, I've got many other things to talk about. Got a special guest at the top of the hour. Uh, Many of you here in Columbus are familiar with Bruce Hooley, our uh, 11 to 1 host on our sister station, The Answer, who has brain cancer, had uh, neurosurgery. Uh, He's going to give us an update at the top of the hour, and I'm really um, anxious not in a bad sense, in a good sense, to hear from Bruce what God's doing, his next steps, and so forth. That'll be at 4 o'clock. Anyway, uh, Vladimir Putin has um, entered the uh, public fray concerning what Israel is doing and Gaza. Now, remember, Russia, in an unprovoked manner, Attacked Ukraine and thousands and thousands of innocent civilians in Ukraine have been killed by Russian airstrikes, drone strikes, ground offensive, and so forth. Just remember that. Here's the story Russian leader Vladimir Putin compared the Israeli attack on the Gaza Strip to Nazi Germany's siege of Leningrad during World War two. I read that this morning and thought, What? You gotta be kidding me. Putin said, quote, casualties among civilians will be absolutely unacceptable. Well he certainly didn't say that about the innocent civilians in Ukraine. Yeah, he said Casualties among civilians will be absolutely unacceptable. Well, what started this? Innocent civilians being killed by Hamas. That's what started this whole thing. That is not in question. That's not in debate. We now know without any doubt whatsoever that Hamas attacked this big music festival in Israel, killed several hundred And then they started attacking kibbutzes near the Gaza border, dragging people out, raping women, killing babies, cutting off their heads. Yeah. And so now Vladimir Putin is concerned about innocent civilians that could be hurt by Israel. Casualties among civilians will be absolutely unacceptable. The Israeli siege... Of the Gaza Strip is unacceptable and is like the Nazi siege of Leningrad. Um, it is hard to imagine the gross hypocrisy of uh, Vladimir Putin. Just incredibly difficult to somehow, some way, how he is justified but he is so he obviously has um, taken the side of Hamas the murderous demonic evil wicked terrorists he has taken their side Uh, so much for Vladimir Putin the uh, orthodox Christian That's how he presents himself. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be joined by our friends in Washington, D.C. And I've got an important interview that I think all of you will want to hear.
11: In a career with meaning and purpose, consider a new and rewarding career as a financial advisor at Thrivent. You'll have the support of a Fortune 500 company, backed by a 100-year legacy. Thrivent's team in Tampa Bay is growing and looking for candidates who are entrepreneurial, results-driven, and inspired by the promise of helping others reach their financial goals. Thrivent offers a values-driven culture, competitive benefits, and great earning potential. Call 407-942-1332 or visit thrivent.com/careers.
18: The following message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station.
4: Soon,
19: it will be time to make
20: important decisions about your Medicare prescription drug coverage. Shine counselors provide free, unbiased help in selecting a Medicare Part D or Advantage plan. If you have questions, Shine can guide you through the enrollment period ending December 7th. For more information or to volunteer, call 1-800-963-5337 or go to floridashine.org.
21: WTBN Pinellas Park, WTWD Plant City, WLCC Brandon.
5: Faith Talk Tampa, online at letstalkfaith.com. Download the Faith Talk Tampa app.
6: News, I'm John Scott. All eyes are on Egypt's Rafa crossing, where the U.S. and international mediators appear close to reaching a deal for a humanitarian ceasefire to allow aid in and foreigners to exit Gaza. Israel said there was no ceasefire at the moment. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken tells reporters that a border crossing from Egypt will allow humanitarian aid into Gaza.
22: With regard to Rafa, I had a,
23: a very good conversation with uh, President El-Sisi. Uh, we have put in place, and Egypt has put
20: in place, uh, a lot of material support for people in uh, in Gaza, and Rafa will be will be open.
6: Blinken in Israel for the second time now in less than a week. Israel preparing to send forces into Gaza. Israel promising a very broad air, ground, and naval offensive in the near future. It has mass tanks and tens of thousands of troops along the Gaza border. Also at srnnews.com, a limited gag order been imposed on Donald Trump in his 2020 election subversion case.
19: The federal judge overseeing the case said she was barring the former president from making statements targeting prosecutors, possible witnesses, and the judge's staff. U.S. District Judge Tanya Chukkin said there would be no restrictions on statements criticizing the Justice Department generally or statements about Trump's belief that the case is politically motivated. But she said he can't mount a smear campaign against prosecutors and court personnel. The former president's lawyer strongly opposed the gag order. Greg Clagston, the White House. And on Wall Street, stocks
6: are higher as the reporting season for corporate profits is just getting underway. The Dow is up 341 points, the Nasdaq adding 178, and the S&P 500, 49 points higher. This is SRN
24: You will not regret it when you call Trinity because it was such a relief and less stress in my life and it was the best thing I could have done for myself because once I called Trinity, they took care of me and I felt such a relief, a weight off my shoulders. Trinity was great to work with. They wanted to help me. I love it.
12: If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-936-5496.
24: I'm Corey and I'm debt free for keeps.
6: 1-800-936-5496 ninety six. More bad news for Christians in Indonesia.
7: Local officials in South Sulawesi Province say they will withdraw a permit for the construction of a church under pressure from Muslim radicals. A loud demonstration by members of the Islamic Defenders Front last week prompted members of the provincial council to change their minds after first granting a permit to the Gamaliel Christian School Foundation. Christians make up ten percent of the Indonesian population and are often persecuted.
6: Michael Harrington, SRN News. Detroit Lions linebacker Alex Anzalone's parents have safely arrived home from Israel. They were among about 50 people affiliated with a Naples, Florida-based church who were in that country. Sal and Judy Anzalone were in a Jerusalem hotel when Hamas launched its brutal attack on Israel from the Gaza Strip. A number of American church groups were in Israel. Most have made it home safely, though some Christian relief workers have elected to stay. This is SRN News. It's a speeding ticket like no other.
19: A Georgia man received a $1.4 million speeding ticket. Authorities say the figure, though, is just a placeholder, not the actual fine. Connor Cato said he received the citation after getting pulled over for doing 90 in a 55. He was told either pay it or appear in court. He decided to appear in court. The actual fine will be determined in December. Jason Walker reporting.
6: Cricket returning to the Olympic program for the 2028 Los Angeles Games, one of five sports added to the L.A. Games by the IOC. Kansas, the preseason number one in the AP Men's College basketball poll. The Jayhawks received 46 of 63 first-place votes to out distance second place, Duke, and third place, Purdue. More details at srnnews.com. I'm John Scott
17: thanks for listening to faith talk bill bunkley is taking a break today sitting in for bill from our sister station in columbus ohio is our
10: friend bob i identify myself as a bible believing unashamed follower of jesus christ i believe the bible i follow jesus and i'm not ashamed to say so The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Birdie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view.
11: The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD.
10: Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems.
11: Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live.
10: Yes, it is Bob Bernie Live, but it is also the Bill Bunkley Show in Tampa, Florida. It is also the Don Crowe Show In Washington, D.C. So you're listening on Faith Talk 570, 760, and 910 a.m. in Tampa. Or on WAVA 105.1 FM in Washington, D.C. Or here in Columbus on The Word 880 a.m. and 104.5 FM. I welcome you. I am your host. We are simulcasting today. As uh, Don and Bill are both away from their microphones I have the privilege of being your host. Thank you. Now, I have the privilege of welcoming a very, very special guest to the program. And uh, he has a story that is incredibly valuable, not only for our listeners here in Ohio, but in Florida and in D.C. Bruce Hooley is the host of the Bruce Hooley Show that airs 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on our sister station here in Columbus, 98.9 FM, the answer, he is a colleague, he is a friend, and he is a brother in Christ, and uh, he has been facing uh, probably the greatest battle of his life, and I just wanted him to give all of you an update. Bruce Hooley, it is great to welcome you to the program again.
20: Well, Bob, it's a pleasure to be with you. You've been a guy that I've admired for years and years and years back when I was in sports radio, and... It's been a while since I heard you're open, and your open is just so uh, prescient for this day and time. And um, love your boldness and love what you uh, have put out on the airwaves of Columbus and other places that you've uh, hosted. It's awesome to be on in Tampa, where Mike Gallagher has been so kind to me to share my situation with uh, his audience. And I can't think of another city that would need... Your disturbance more than Washington, D.C., Bob. So, <laughs> that is so that true. I just know if anybody can't be two places in one time, Bob Bernie could be three. So oh, well,
10: go. hey, Bruce, uh, for our listeners in Tampa and in D.C., I think all of my listeners here in Columbus know your story. Very, very quickly give us a, a, a summary of what happened to you recently right here in our studios. In fact, just a few feet from where I'm speaking right now.
20: Yeah, it was my birthday, September the 12th, uh, normal day, took my girls to school like I normally do. About an hour after I dropped them off, I had a seizure at the station, my first ever seizure, my first ever warning that I had any medical anything. Uh, they discovered a, a grade three brain tumor and that's the kind you want. It's not the kind that moves to other organs in your body. It's confined in the brain, but it is cancerous and they uh, took it out three days later and now we are, uh, praying and uh, evaluating treatment options, and uh, we'll have a decision on that very, very soon and should be commencing treatment uh, as soon as they can schedule us. And uh, I've told people that the past month and few days have been the most uh, exhilarating period of my life. I've had about 15 bad minutes in there, uh, all at one medical appointment, but quickly that went away because uh, it's focused me like never before and energized me like never
10: before. Okay, now wait a minute. Wait a minute. You don't have an S on your chest. You are human. All right. You're not Superman. Uh, How is it, Bruce? And I'm not doubting you because I know you well enough. I know you're telling the truth. But how can you be facing brain cancer, future treatment, and that has not been determined yet? You got a wife. You got daughters. You got your future. You got your job. You got ministry. How could you face this with the incredible positivity that you have?
20: Well, I promise you folks, we didn't rehearse this, but the great Bob (laughs) Burns is seldom wrong, but he's wrong in this case because I do have an S on my chest and it doesn't stand for Superman. It stands for saved.
19: Uh, Oh, I know my salvation
20: is secure in Jesus Christ and in Christ alone. I know that it's not because of anything I've done to merit it. It's only because he did it on my behalf. And what cancer has done for me is the same. It's done for two friends of mine who've been transformative in my life. It's not only focused them, but it's given them an opening to talk to people about things that have great weight and gravity, and there's nothing that has more weight and gravity than your eternal security, which you can settle this minute
7: yeah. uh, as uh, you listen to this show
20: amen. if you put your trust in Jesus Christ. If you're putting your trust in anything else, if anything's holding you back, any anger, any bitterness, anything you feel like was done to you or shouldn't have been done to you or whatever, that is not coming from God. A lot of people hold God responsible for bad things that happen in their life. You know, when you play somebody in football or basketball, you always know who the opponent is. We mistake who the opponent is against us in our life. Our opponent is not God. Our opponent is Satan, and we yeah. see his work every single day.
10: All right. And how how has your family responded to this?
20: Well, I think, well, I mean, you know, we haven't had a lot of deep conversations about it just because we sort of had our roots firmly planted beforehand. Uh, my wife and I have uh, kind of two weeks after the diagnosis and I came home and I, we just sort of had a laugh. And I looked at her I said, you know, I have brain cancer. <laughs> she laughed and goes, yeah, I know, it's weird, isn't it? I'm like, we would be so much more concerned about this if this were a friend, uh, just because of, you know, you have compassion for people and it seems sure. more, it seems a bigger deal when it's someone else, because I'm not in denial. I know, I know what it is and I know that it would scare me a lot if it were you or any of our colleagues at The Answer or any uh, friend or someone we worship with. But it just hasn't impacted me that way because it's just allowed me to take the gifts and talents God has given me, which hopefully, you know, pass for some degree of eloquence and boldness, and share those in my blog at brucecooley.com. One of the first calls I made, of course, was to a gentleman a lot of people may know, Chris Spielman, whose wife, Stephanie, fought the most courageous cancer battle that uh, I had seen to that point in my life. Uh, she's the only person ever to have a building named after her on the Ohio State campus who didn't teach or wasn't the president there. That tells you the transformative impact she made yeah, in the state of yeah. Ohio. And cancer care all over Ohio and every health system has changed because Stephanie insisted that it be patient-oriented. So I called Chris, and the first words out of his mouth that we had this kind of friendship were, I'm excited for you. You were built for this. And he said, you have to blog about it because your experiences can help others. So that's what I'm trying to do at BruceHooley.com. All
10: right. Again, it's BruceHooley.com. And uh, Bruce, I, I said just one segment, but we can't stop here. Can you go one more segment to the bottom of the hour?
20: Bob, for you and the listeners, I can do anything as long as this topic. There's nothing more important. So
10: absolutely. So <laughs> All right. We're talking to Bruce Hooley, one of our colleagues here at Salem Media of Columbus, He uh, hosts a daily program talk show on our sister station, 98.9 FM, The Answer. I've known Bruce for a long, long time. We are good friends as well as brothers in Christ. And uh, I wanted to get an update. I wanted to share with our listeners here in Ohio. But I also wanted our listeners in Tampa and in Washington, D.C., to learn some things. Suffering should never, ever be wasted. It should never be wasted. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Bob Bernie Live, and we'll be back with Bruce Hoover.
15: Bill Bunkley here. Attention all pastors. I'm inviting you to attend our 20th annual Faith Talk Pastors Appreciation Day and Ministry Expo on Wednesday, October the 25th from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. That's right. This year, we'll be celebrating 20 years of honoring you, Pastor. Admission is free, but you must RSVP in advance to secure your seat. So, Pastors, register today at Let'sTalkFaith.com, and I hope to see you there.
23: The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now, here's syndicated columnist Gal Thomas.
22: The invasion of Israel by Hamas and the murder of more than 1,000 Israelis, including the worst atrocities since the Holocaust, has ripped off the thin veneer of anti Semitism in America and around the world. Statements blaming Israel for the murders have come not only from predictable sources like MSNBC, but from many universities. Harvard, whose motto is Veritas or Truth, was among the worst. Its president issued a statement condemning Israel, but when she was denounced, she issued another statement apologizing for the first. Believe me, she meant the first one. It was the same with members of the squad in Congress. These people don't deserve to represent America, but voters put them in office, so who has blood on their hands? It's not good to be on the wrong side of God when it comes to the Jewish people. He made a covenant with them, and anyone familiar with Revelation knows how that comes out. Some people have falsely blamed the Jews for problems of their own making or problems of others. From accusations they're Christ killers to the disgusting protocols of Zion and much more, Jews have become
9: that sounds like something to look into and that's Medishare. Maybe you've heard switching to Medishare to pay for healthcare can save the typical family 500 bucks a month and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch. To the customer satisfaction rate for Medishare is double that of the typical health insurance plan, double. Medishare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century and members have shared more than 3 billion dollars of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. so yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need.: 85590 Bible. That's 85590 Bible. Eight
13: five five ninety bible AM Radio provides always-on news, sports, talk, traffic, and weather reports. It also delivers vital emergency information when your community needs it most. A new bill in Congress would ensure AM Radio stays in your car. Because when cell and Internet services are down, this free emergency service is critical. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support the AM Radio for every vehicle act.
16: Message and data rates may apply. You may receive up to four messages a month, and you may text stop to stop.
13: This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Join the Leukemia and Lymphoma
2: Society to help light the night and bring hope. Light the Night is a nationwide event that brings communities together to honor, remember, and celebrate those who've been afflicted by blood cancers. Join us on November 17th at Julian B. Lane Riverfront Park. Just visit lightthenight.org or text one word CURETAPA to 39999 to support the global fight to end cancer. That's Cure Tampa as one word to 3999. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Be the light that cures cancer.
15: Bill Bunkley here. Attention all pastors. I'm inviting you to attend our 20th annual Faith Talk Pastors Appreciation Day and Ministry Expo on Wednesday, October the 25th from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. That's right. This year we'll be celebrating 20 years of honoring you, Pastor. Admission is free, but you must RSVP in advance to secure your seat. So, pastors, register today at Letstalkfaith.com, and I hope to see you there. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Be encouraged
21: by the Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. It's the old principle we were taught in
20: Henry Blackaby's Experience in God: Look for where God's at work. Just get it on it. Get involved. Join him in his work. Are you doing
21: that in your life? The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and Let's Talk Faith.com.
17: Thanks for listening to Faith Talk. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio, is our friend Bob Burney.
11: Today's news, God's Word and Your Thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live.
10: It is Bob Bernie Live. It is also The Don Crow Show. It is also The Bill Bunkley Show. We are simulcasting in Columbus, Ohio, Tampa, Florida, and in Washington, D.C. And uh, my guest is Bruce Hooley. One of our colleagues of uh, Salem Media here in Columbus, Ohio, hosts an 11 to 1 talk show on our sister station, recently diagnosed with brain cancer. Bruce, so many Christians live their lives in fear of what might be. They hear you talking about cancer, and a lot of times people go, oh my goodness, I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could handle that. And as a, a pastor, I've dealt with people so many times in that, and I have often quoted Deuteronomy thirty-three twenty-five: 25, as thy days, so thy strength shall be. God does not give you the grace to deal with cancer until <laughs> you deal with cancer, and then God gives you what you need. Would you concur with that?
20: I would totally concur with that, Bob, and I would I would like to integrate that thought with something you said as we were going to break. You talked about the purpose of suffering. Yeah. And I look back now over the past thirty to forty years of my life and I see where God was dropping breadcrumbs of preparation into my life. I mentioned the Spielman family. I just had a recent over the last two years interacting with a Outstanding photographer Neil Laron who passed away uh, two days before my brain surgery Neil had 9 eleven uh, related cancer
14: oh my goodness. he was an
20: amazing amazing man and uh, people can uh, can find uh, links to his story in my blog at BruceHooley.com. dot com but i I want to touch on suffering and and it integrates to your point about God doesn't give you the grace and you know the strength until you need it I've had probably three or four really searing emotionally uh, hurtful experiences in my life. I had an unfaithful spouse, and for a guy whose parents had been married 60 years and brothers 20 years, that was, to me, the ultimate failure, that I could be part of a marriage where I didn't have any clue that was going on, Mm -hmm. and it was not all her fault. I know I was not the the leader and husband in in that family that I should have been. That was a four-year struggle. I had a best friend who died in my car in an accident on the ice. It was unpreventable, but it nevertheless was extremely painful. As I look back on those things, Bob, um, I realize what I've gained. I've lost jobs. God has gotten my attention through economic adversity. I've lost jobs. I've been somewhat of a controversial figure in radio at times, and I've lost jobs and lost good incomes, and we struggled financially at times because of that. And every single one of those was a very hard experience in the moment. But on the back end of it, it's like God opens doors for you that you grow if you respond in the right way. It's not automatic. I've dug into my Bible in those times. I've rededicated myself to really be intentional about my faith in those times. And on the back end of it, you can look back and see how God's prepared you and how he's blessed you and how he's drawn you closer to him. But up front, in front of those experiences, if you had said, hey, Bruce, today you're going to get in a car accident. Your best friend's going to die. Or you can not get in the car accident. Now, I don't mean I wanted that to happen. But I know that there are things that happen and that have God can make something good come from it and grow you closer Mm -hmm. to him. So that is where the adversity and the suffering and the preparation come together. And so I think that, you know, the Lord is always ready to respond to us if we are ready to respond to him and seek him. I mean, the Bible says, you know, uh, God rewards those who diligently or earnestly seek him. Mm -hmm. And so I found that to be true in my life. And I'm sure you have as well.
10: Well, and I've, I've pounded. Pounded this home to my listeners on many, many occasions. It is essential that we have a good theology of suffering, that we understand the purpose of suffering, what God desires to do. We love to quote Romans 8 28. We all (laughs) love all we know that all things work together for good. And we focus on good, but we hardly ever go to the next verse which says, for whom he did foreknow them, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. That's the reason why all things work together for good, because God uses all things, good things, bad things, and everything in between to make us more like
20: Jesus. Well, I hate to put you on the spot, but I know there's a verse somewhere that talks about, you know, the only way to really identify with him is to Suffer like him, and I don't think any of us are going to have a crown of thorns placed on our head and be hung on a cross. So you never know with the way things are trending these
10: well, days. Well, it, when the when the when the apostles were beaten and scourged, and they were told, "Don't you ever mention the name of Jesus again," they left rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer. And that's yeah, been the attitude like through the church through the centuries until recently. We've got the, the health and wealth prosperity people that God never wants you to suffer. Send me a little money, say the words of faith, and you'll never, ever get sick. Your kids won't get sick. Everything will be fine, which is a doctrine straight out of the pit of hell.
20: And there are many of them. I mean, our, our, uh, the great Votie Bauckham says that the 11th commandment is thou shalt be nice. <laughs> people make it, they make it number one. Yeah. And, you know, I, nice is good. You know, the old Seinfeld line, it's nice to be nice to the nice. But nice – we have in Ohio right now the only ballot initiative that is related to abortion in the United States. We have on our local airwaves a quote-unquote pastor Mm. who quotes, thou shalt – don't judge. You're not allowed to judge. Well, there's a judgment day coming, and we're all going to be judged. But he said, don't judge lest ye yourself be judged. That is good advice is what he says. Well, scripture is not advice. Scripture is the holy word of God. It is in, inerrant. Yeah. It is inspired. It is to be not just yeah. viewed through but, your own well, prism. And of course, he, through your own prism, you're God.
10: He takes it completely out of context, completely misinterprets and misapplies that scripture.
20: Yeah. Well, uh, that's Satan's oldest trick. He did well, it to sure. Jesus in the desert, still doing he's still doing it.
10: In the Garden of Eden, did God really yep. say, "Nah"? Yep. God didn't really say that. You will not surely die. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, real quick because we're running out of time, and you know the radio deal. Uh, you have not yet chosen your treatment regimen.
20: I assume I actually that's actually have, but I have. Haven't, we haven't had a discussion as a family. And uh, okay, we'll have that discussion and then we'll be public with it.
10: You can trust me. I won't tell anybody.
20: (laughs) All right. Parts conventional and parts a bit unconventional. Okay. I'll give you a bit of a hint. All
10: right. Listeners can go to BruceHooley.com, learn more about you, learn more about your journey. And uh, finally, how can we pray for you and your family, Bruce, your wife and your daughters? How can we pray?
20: Well, thank you for that, because how you can pray for me is pray for my wife and daughter's because uh teenagers are a little guarded with their feelings, so I'm never quite sure what they're feeling and in my wife's case um unfortunately, she has uh her own health challenges related to Lyme disease and while our church and our Salem family and listeners and everyone have been phenomenal and couldn't be more so, there are just some things, including you know driving the husband around and uh, all that stuff that because I can't drive for seven months at least, but other people have stepped into that breach but it a, a mom of teenagers has a heavy plate and a full plate, yeah. and when you throw brain cancer into the mix, it gets heavier and more full. So I would covet prayers for my wife, Sherry, that she would be uh, able to have the strength to bear up under this, would get her rest. She's working um, several jobs to uh, continue the bottom line, and so it's um, my concern is far more for her than it is for me because All right. I'm, I'm going to be
10: fine. Check out BruceHooley.com. You'll be blessed. You'll be encouraged if you check out BruceHooley.com. Bruce, I know my listeners, and I also know Don's and Bill's listeners. They're going to be praying for you. Thanks for your time today. We will continue to lift you up in prayer. God bless you, my brother.
21: W-282-CI Tampa, W-271-CY Lakeland,
5: W-262-CP Bayonet Point. Online at Let's Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey.
6: With S R N News, I'm John Scott. Israel maintaining punishing airstrikes in retaliation for last week's attack by Hamas. All eyes on the Rafa crossing between Gaza and Egypt, where trucks carrying aid have waited for days, unable to pass through. Ford Mortar Company executive chairman Bill Ford calling on auto workers to come together and end a month-long strike. The company is near an impasse with the United Auto Workers Union, which walked out and targeted. Detroit's three big automakers on September 15th. LinkedIn is laying off over 600 workers. That's across its engineering, product, talent, and finance teams. Stocks finished higher, the Dow up 314 points. The Nasdaq gained 160 in the S&P 500, adding 45 points. This is SRN News. If you are bad news for Christians in Indonesia.
7: Local officials in South Sulawesi province say they will withdraw a permit for the construction of a church under pressure from Muslim radicals. A loud demonstration by members of the Islamic Defenders Front last week prompted members of the Provincial Council to change their minds after first granting a permit to the Gamaliel Christian School Foundation. Christians make up 10% of the Indonesian population and are often persecuted.
6: Michael Harrington, SRN News. Detroit Lions linebacker Alex Anzalone's parents have safely arrived home from Israel. They were among about 50 people affiliated with a Naples, Florida-based church who were in that country. Sal and Judy Anzalone were in a Jerusalem hotel when Hamas launched its brutal attack on Israel from the Gaza Strip. A number of American church groups were in Israel. Most have made it home safely, though some Christian relief workers have elected to stay. This is SRNU.
25: Call Christian-owned Total Financial Freedom now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605. There's
1: nothing more frustrating and irritating than chronic dry eye. It never stops. The itching, the scratching feeling, the fatigue and weariness. If you're suffering from chronic dry eye, go to fortify.com and join thousands who've discovered Fortify Advanced Dry Eye Therapy, a combination of Fortify Super Omega, Fortify Focus, and Fortify Black Current Oil, GLA. 866- 503-9746. That's eight six six five oh three ninety-seven forty-six and at fortify.com.
15: Bill Bunkley here. I want to take a moment to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being a listener to this station. Whether it's our Faith Talk stations across Central Florida or our answer stations blanketing everything north and south of the Skyway, without you, there's no reason for us to be here doing what we do. And of course, what we do is not like anything else that's out there in the old or new media. In this day and age, we do not take this responsibility for granted. And so I would also like to take this opportunity to encourage you, If you agree with our messaging and want to support our efforts, there's no better way to do so than to support the great advertisers you hear on our stations. If you learn about a product or service here, please consider patronizing that business the next time you're in the market for what they have to offer. And if you have a business that could use some effective marketing, well, radio still very much gets results. And you can get started by calling Steve Baltimore at 813-349-8240.
17: Thanks for listening to Faith Talk. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio, is our friend Bob Burney.
11: Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Bob Bernie Live.
10: And hey, welcome again to Bob Bernie Live and The Don Crow Show and The Bill Bunkley Show. Yep, yeah, we are uh, simulcasting three cities, well, a whole lot more than three cities, three radio stations. Well, actually, a whole lot more than three radio stations. A bunch of cities, a bunch of radio stations, uh, three different programs, one phone number. 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. Well, it is possible. Yeah, not probable, at least in my opinion, but what do I know? I'm a Baptist preacher who does a talk show. Uh, In my very non-professional political opinion, we have the possibility of a new Speaker of the House sometime tomorrow. Uh, Do I believe it's probable? Uh -uh. No, I don't. Uh, Some do. Uh, Jim Jordan is the uh, candidate from the Republican Party well if he's the candidate for the republican party and the republicans have the majority well it should be a shoe in right well you have to understand the current condition of the republican party i mean this is this is a good news bad news i mean it really is on one hand i am so grateful that the republicans are not like the democrats and I, I, I'm trying not to be too disrespectful, but for the Democrats, if the leadership of the Democrat Party says to jump, even if it means jumping off a cliff, the rank and file of the Democrats in the House of Representatives and in the Senate both go, uh-huh, okay, okay, all right, just how high do we you want us to jump? They are in Absolute lockstep. It is extremely unusual that a Democrat legislator, at least in Washington, actually thinks for themselves and breaks from their party. Ah, uh, you've got Mansion in West Virginia. Uh, you you have you have a you have a few, but it's rare. It is rare. They just they're united and uh, they they. they they do whatever their leadership tells them to do. And it really is, oh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, okay. And then we have the Republicans. And on one hand, I wish they were united. On the other hand, I'm glad that at least some of them think for themselves. However, there are times when they need to lay aside their differences and get something done. Now is one of those. All right, the Republicans threw out Kevin McCarthy because he's not conservative enough. He's a moderate. Some call him a rhino, Republican in name in name only. And so they threw him out because a small group of Republicans said he's not conservative enough. And so they threw him out. And so now Jim Jordan has been nominated. And a handful of Republicans are saying, he's too conservative. Huh? Wait, wait, wait. You, you you threw out one because he was not conservative enough, and now you're not going to vote for the other one because he's too conservative? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's sad. I mean, it really is. And, hey, I'm not an insider, and I'm not a politician, and I'm so thankful I'm not. I would make the world's worst politician I mean the worst. I would. I would make the world's worst politician. But anyway, um, some of the opposition to Jim Jordan has faded away. One of the major opponents uh, is Representative Mike Rogers, Republican from Alabama, chairman of the House Armed Services Committee. And uh, he has been a very vocal foe. Of the eight Republicans who voted to throw Kevin McCarthy out. So you would think he would be all over Jim Jordan now because Jim Jordan is too conservative. So anyway, Mike Rogers just a couple of days ago was saying, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not voting for Jim Jordan. He's too, he's a conservative. He's, no, no. Well, he has now changed his mind. And uh, has said that he and Jim Jordan have had two cordial, thoughtful, and productive conversations. That's a quote from Mike Rogers. And quote, as a result, I have decided to support Jim Jordan for Speaker of the House on the floor. Now, that could be enough. It could be be enough to put Jim Jordan over the top. I think he has to have 217 votes. And by the way, I think he would be an exceptional Speaker of the House. He's from Ohio. Uh, We're not best buddies. We don't golf all the time, but I do know him. I've spent time with him. He is genuine. He is real. He is a real conservative, but he's not a whack job. Uh, Yeah, Conservatives have some whack jobs, yeah, we yeah, we do on our side as well as the other side, uh, he's a good guy, and I really believe if given the chance, he could unite the Republicans in the House of Representatives and get something done. And here is one thing we can be certain of: He is going to go after the Biden crime family like a bulldog. Yeah, no, he's not going to make anything up like the Democrats do, you know, when they impeach Trump just making things up, you know. Jordan is not going to do that. He is concerned about truth and facts. And uh, I'm convinced that there are enough facts about Joe Biden and his um, compromise when he was vice president, uh, with his son's business dealings and so forth, um, to be in some serious trouble. And we know that Jim Jordan will pursue that. And he will do it like, as I said, a bulldog. But he will do it seeking truth. He is not going to make things up. So anyway... Uh, I believe a vote is scheduled for tomorrow morning. Uh, Remember last time it took 15 votes and five days. I hope we don't have to go through that again. Um, We need a Speaker of the House. In many ways, the House of Representatives is paralyzed without a Speaker. And uh, with what's going on in the world right now with Israel and Hamas and Russia and Ukraine, China, We need some solid leadership in the House of Representatives. So uh, by this time tomorrow, we should know whether Jim Jordan is voted in at least on the first or the uh, second vote. Speaking of that, the Associated Press has just released their latest poll about the satisfaction that Americans have as to the direction of the country. It is not good news. 21% of Americans that responded to the Associated Press poll agreed that the country is headed in the right direction. 21%. The rest either believe the uh, country is going in the wrong direction, that would be 78%, uh, or they don't know. President Biden's approval rating has dropped to 38% approval, 61% disapproval. Yeah, it doesn't look real good for um, President Biden's reelection campaign. And uh, after what's going on right now, I don't think his poll numbers are going to get better. Quick break.
15: We'll be back. Bill Bunkley here. Attention all pastors. I'm inviting you to attend our 20th annual Faith Talk Pastors Appreciation Day and Ministry Expo on Wednesday, October the 25th from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. That's right. This year, we'll be celebrating 20 years of honoring you, Pastor. Admission is free, but you must RSVP in advance to secure your seat. So, Pastors, register today at Let'sTalkFaith.com, and I hope to see you there.
26: Hi, former CI officer and survival expert Jason Hansen here. I teach people how to prepare for the unexpected. And right now, most Americans with a 401k, IRA, or other types of retirement accounts are not prepared for a financial crisis that could hit the U.S. in the next 45 days if we don't fix our ramped-up government spending. I have partnered with Advantage Gold, the number one-rated precious metals company in America, to release my new financial crisis survival kit that's 100% free for everyone with a retirement account who calls in today. Simply call 800-900-8000. My financial crisis survival kit is jam-packed with valuable information on how you can protect yourself, With physical gold and silver, your first step to protection is calling 800-900-8000 and speaking to one of their gold IRA specialists. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Check with your financial advisor before investing. Again, simply call 800-900-8000.
21: Home sales are down 31% across America, and mortgage rates are on the rise. If your home is not selling, you need to call our experts right now at the Quick Cash Hotline. We have investors ready to pay you cash for your property, regardless of the condition it's in. Most of our closings can happen in about seven days. You don't have to worry about a buyer getting approved. You don't have to worry about showing your home. One simple call right now. Just pick up the phone and call us. I'll give you the number in a second. We will negotiate with you a price to buy your home. It's that simple. If you're ready to sell your home right now, any home, any condition, and you don't want to put money into it, no problem. We'll buy it from you. Call right now.
14: It's a free call. 800-656-8429. 800-656-8429. 800-656-8429. That's 800-656-8429.
15: Bill Bunkley here. Attention all pastors. I'm inviting you to attend our 20th annual Faith Talk Pastors Appreciation Day and Ministry Expo on Wednesday, October the 25th from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. That's right. This year, we'll be celebrating 20 years of honoring you. Pastor, this year's keynote speaker is Dr. Ken Witten, and Ken Witten led Iowa Baptist Church as senior pastor for the past 33 years, and I got to tell you, as a personal friend to my family, those of you that know him, you'll want to come and to hear him share plus you'll have a chance to win great prizes including diamonds and a cruise and you can take part in our pastors forums where you can share ideas and solutions for items that impact your church admission is free but you must rsvp in advance to secure your seat so pastors register today at letstalkfaith.com that's letstalkfaith.com and i hope to see you there
2: Join the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society to help light the night and bring home. Light the night is a nationwide event that brings communities together to honor, remember, and celebrate those who've been afflicted by blood cancers. Join us on November 17th at Julian B. Lane Riverfront Park. Just visit lightthenight.org or text one word CURETAPA to 39999 to support the global fight to end cancer. That's tappa as one word to 39999. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Be the light that cures cancer.
3: You need to repent of your sin, turn from whatever you know is wrong, and trust Christ. Not tr- not Christ and religion, not Christ and church, not Christ and, and good deeds, but Christ and his atoning death alone. Nothing else And the Bible says that Christ will establish a relationship with you that will involve forgiving your sins and taking you to heaven.
21: Verse by verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at 6, here on Faith Talk Tampa.
10: One in three people are at risk for developing kidney disease, which can be potentially chronic and fatal. Symptoms are difficult to detect. Fortunately, there are steps you can take to prevent kidney disease or slow its progress by working with your doctor to manage your diabetes and high blood pressure. Visit OptumKidneyCheck.com to take a simple survey to find out if you are one of the one in three people who is at risk of developing kidney disease. That's O-P-T-U-M, kidneycheck.com. A public service message from the National Kidney Foundation, Optum Labs, and this station.
17: Thanks for listening to Faith Talk. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio, is our friend Bob Burney.
11: Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash bobburneylive.
10: When Hamas initially attacked Israel, it was so grotesque, it was so inhumane, it was so barbaric, it was so cruel, it was so vicious, it was so wicked, it was so evil, that almost all of the American news media uh, presented the wickedness, the evil of Hamas. I don't need to recount it again, because all of you know, they first attacked a music festival, just started mowing kids down in an open field. There are videos of Hamas terrorists uh, opening fire on porta-potties with a machine gun. just And then dragging women out of homes, raping them, dragging them down the street by their hair, uh, killing babies. And cutting off their heads, burning their bodies. Again, it was so horrific that the U.S. news media almost in unison reported, this is wrong, this is bad, and Israel has a right to defend themselves. Well, about three days in, I made a little prediction. And I'm not always right. I'm not a prophet nor the son of a prophet. But occasionally I make a prediction that's right. And I said, you watch. Within a week, we're going to see a pivot. And the mainstream media is going to start showing deep sympathy for the Palestinians and Hamas. And I'm not talking about innocent civilians. Innocent civilians, whoever they are, wherever they are, who had nothing to do with this, deserve compassion and pity and help. But Hamas, these subhuman animals, I made a little prediction. You watch, there is going to be a pivot. And it won't be long before we are going to be hearing things like the, uh, the response by Israel must be proportional. It's got to be proportional. They can't go overboard. Their response has got to be proportional. What do you What do you mean proportional? Do you mean you go into Gaza, you, you count the number of babies that Hamas killed, and then you allow? You allow Israel to kill that number of babies and lop off their heads. Is that what proportional is? You uh, count the number of hostages that Hamas has, and then you allow Israel. What do you mean proportional? That's insane. It's ridiculous. And yet we are already hearing Democratic representatives in Washington, D.C. saying Israel needs to show restraint. We even got the Pope. Maybe sometime in the next hour, I'll get to the, the the story about the Pope. The Pope, what? Well, it has happened. Israel's got to show restraint. It's got to be proportional. It's happening. It's happening. And I knew it would. And, and then we've got this. Um, let's see, who did this poll? Erasmus and Gallup, one of the, I don't know, one of the major pollsters did a poll asking Democrat men and women a bunch of questions. One of the questions was, do you think Israel has gone too far in their response? Now, you know, of course, Israel is not going to stop this time. For 50 years, they have acted proportionately. They have shown restraint. And the result? The massacre of Israeli citizens, innocent citizens, unprovoked. From everything I can gather, Israel is saying, no more. Those days are over, done, finished. We are going to absolutely destroy Hamas, and they have every right to. Anyway, uh, this poll asked, do you think Israel has gone too far yet? Well, it's interesting that men, uh, 44% of Democrat men think that Israel has gone too far. 46% 46% say that's eh, about right, and 8% think it's too little. Only 8% of Democrat men believe that Israel should continue their attack on the terrorists in Gaza. 44% of Democrat men. And then women were asked the same question. Now, this is interesting because you think, men, go get them. You know, we're men. Go get those enemies. Uh, A higher percentage of women think that Israel has done either just about right or they need to do more. In other words, there are more Democrat women who support what Israel is doing than Democrat men. When I first saw that, I thought, that's weird. I mean, that's really strange until I got to thinking about it. Women are watching Israeli women being raped, slaughtered, taken hostage, dragged by their hair behind a truck or a pickup. And women see that. And they're much more sensitive than men that this is horribly, horribly wrong. Nearly 50% of Democrat men believe Israel has already gone too far. I'd like to ask some of those Democrat men, what are they supposed to do now? What do you suggest that Israel do now when they have people right across the border who are sworn to kill them all. Um, It's a tragic thing that Israel, since their becoming a nation again in 1948, I've been absolutely surrounded by people who want them all dead and there have always been people in the world and even in America who share that sentiment um remember what god said i will bless them that bless thee i will curse them that curse thee don't ever forget that quick break We'll be
7: back.
18: This is Carol Platley-Bow for townhall.com. The day after Israel was brutally attacked, the Democratic Socialists of America organized a rally for the attacker, for Hamas, in Times Square. We have a First Amendment, and it protects even repugnant speech like this. But it was hard not to notice the number of young military-aged men at the event. And then the question asked itself, how many of them had entered America through our open borders over the last two years? For years, the Biden administration has left America's borders wide open. As of last month, 160 migrants whose identities match those on the terrorist watch list have been stopped trying to enter our country. That's compared to 100 in 2022. And that's not even taking into consideration those who have entered undetected. Policies have consequences. God willing, America will never pay the price Israel has for what the Biden administration has done.
21: WTBN, Pinellas Park, WTWD, Plant City, WLCC,
27: Brandon.
5: Faith Talk Tampa, online at letstalkfaith.com. Download the Faith Talk Tampa app.
27: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. The wait continues for thousands of Palestinians at the Rafah crossing between Gaza and Egypt. BBC correspondent Sebastian Usher reports Egypt is reluctant to open the border to Palestinian refugees fleeing Gaza.
25: It's a very
11: combustible situation down there. Egypt, which controls the Rafa crossing, does not want a huge influx of Palestinians, one for its own security... Two, it doesn't want to be seen doing what would be seen in the Arab world, the Muslim world, as Israel's bidding. The fear, the concern amongst many Arabs is that once the Palestinians have left, they may never go back. And Egypt does not want to facilitate that.
27: There are only two other border crossings from and into the Gaza Strip. Erez, a border crossing with Israel in North Gaza and Karam Shalom, a solely commercial junction between Israel and Gaza. Both are shut. Americans have ethical concerns about President Biden and his son, Hunter.
19: A new poll points to a cloud of ethical uncertainty hanging over the president as he runs for re-election. 35% of U.S. adults believe Mr. Biden has done something illegal, according to a new APNORC survey. Another third thinks the president behaved unethically but not illegally. The findings come amid investigations into the president's son, Hunter, and a Republican-led impeachment inquiry in Congress. Greg Clugston, Washington.
27: NBC News will host the third Republican presidential primary debate in Miami on November 8th and has selected the Salem Radio Network as well as the Republican-Jewish coalition as debate partners. The Salem Radio Network will stream the Miami debate on November 8th from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern time for our affiliates and Salem-owned radio stations. On Wall Street, the dot by 314 points, the Nasdaq rose 160. This is SRN News.
23: The United States Constitution guarantees every American fundamental rights and protection of life, liberty, and property. Salem is celebrating our founding document with a special offer, a 1953 Omen U.S. Constitution lithograph. To understand the value of these lithographs is to know the story. A master lithographer immigrant named Theodore Oman came to this country to find the American dream. 70 years ago, in 1953, Oman printed a limited number of these exceptional Constitution lithographs. Go to SalemEventsStore.com to read Omen's entire story. America's most important document stands as a testament to all Americans to maintain their liberties, freedoms, and inalienable rights. Buy it and display it proudly. Buy a gift for your family and friends and for all the teachers in your communities. There is a limited number, so act today. Go to SalemEventsStore.com to get your exclusive 1953 Omen U.S. Constitution lithograph while supplies last at SalemEventsStore.com.
27: President Biden continues to promote the LGBT agenda at every opportunity. Speaking to a gathering of the human rights campaign over the weekend, he condemned the brutal Islamic terrorist attack on Israel, but then tried to tie it to homosexuality.
0: We have to reject hate in every form, because history has taught us again and again (laughs) anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, homophobia, transphobia, They're all connected.
27: The human rights campaign is the largest gay advocacy group in the U.S. and a major donor to Democratic candidates and causes. Pennsylvania counties told lawmakers it's too late to move up the state's 2024 presidential primary date to accommodate Jewish holidays. The County Commissioner's Association of Pennsylvania says there's not enough time to successfully administer the election if they also must handle the tasks associated with moving next year's primary from April 23rd. This is SRN News. With the entire state legislature hanging in the balance, Virginia is one of only a few states with a crucial election in November. But reporter Anne-Marie Morgan says a quarter of a million votes have already been cast thanks to new early voting laws.
5: Virginians can vote absentee by mail or vote at their local registrar's office. Chesterfield resident Barbara Buchanan says voting in person was easy. It gets you in and gets your vote counted. It's just like voting on voting day. And the more opportunities you have, the less excuses you have. You have more than just the one voting day. So get up and get out and vote. To learn which candidates are on their ballots, voters should check online at vpap.org. That's vpap.org. I'm Anne-Marie Morgan
27: reporting. More details available at srnnews.com. I'm Keith Peters reporting.
23: This decade is looking like the worst one to retire or be retired in. Now, more than ever, you need to stay ahead of turbulent markets and money grubbing politicians. That's why you need Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch. For more than 30 years, Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch has been helping Americans invest, protect, and grow their assets. A Retirement Watch subscription gives you must have advice on all aspects of your retirement. Independent advice you won't get anywhere else. When you subscribe to Retirement Watch, you'll get three months of Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch newsletter. You'll also so get Bob's five model portfolios and five free reports, including the hidden rules of retirement, hidden real estate tax bombs to avoid, cashing in on Congress's $350,000 retirement shocker, plus two more free reports and an exclusive conference call with Bob Carlson answering your retirement questions. The newsletter, free reports, the conference call, all for just nineteen ninety-five. Sign up today at yourretirementwatch.com, yourretirementwatch.com. That's yourretirementwatch.com.
17: Thanks for listening to Faith Talk. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio, is our friend Bob Burney.
11: Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob
10: Burney Live. Well, thank you, thank you. Yes, it is Bob Brady Live, and the Don Crow Show, and the Bill Bunkley Show. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are simulcasting in three different cities today. As I broadcast my program, Bob Brady Live from Columbus, Ohio, uh, Bill Bunkley's program in Tampa on WTBN, and the Don Crow Show in Washington D.C. On WAVA. As Don and Bill are away from the microphone, I have the privilege of being guest host and my host. And well, I think you I think you understand. Anyway, wherever you are listening, welcome and thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me this afternoon. On my program, I often talk about The Dangers of the Liberal Progressive Left. And one of the things we see that is one of the greatest dangers of the liberal left is what I refer to as misplaced compassion and unintended consequences. Yeah, the liberal progressive left does not understand in any way a biblical worldview. They have a secular humanist worldview, uh, what might be called a naturalist worldview. And here's the bizarre thing. The liberal progressive left, quote unquote, Christian theologians have basically the same worldview as an atheist or an agnostic or a secularist. Well, they do. They do. A biblical worldview begins with creation. God is the creator of all things. Therefore, God is God. He can do anything he wants to. do. He created man innocent without any sin. Then, of course, you know the story. The serpent beguiled Eve, tempted Eve. She ate the forbidden fruit, even though God said, the day you eat thereof, ye shall surely die. Then she shared it with her husband. He ate. And mankind became a fallen creature, separated from God because of sin and rebellion. Since that time, man has possessed a fallen nature. Now, it is counteracted to some point with a conscience. Even though every man, woman, boy, and girl on planet Earth has a fallen, sinful nature... God in his graciousness has also provided us with a conscience. So we are inclined to do what is wrong, but we have within us a God-given conscience which tells us what is right and what is wrong. Now, the secular humanist worldview discounts or denies the creation, and therefore man is just a natural product of his environment. It ultimately goes back to Darwinian evolution. And of course, the the liberal progressive theologians believe just as much in evolution as the atheist. It's a bizarre thing, but it's true. So, When you believe the secular humanist worldview, you believe that man is continually evolving and moving up, up, up. Man is getting better, better, better. We are continuing to evolve. And one of the foundational principles of a naturalistic or secular humanist worldview is the inherent goodness of men and women. They are inherently good. Now, if they claim to be Christian. They will say, well, they're made in the image of God, therefore they have a little spark of divinity within them. And the only reason anybody would do anything bad is because of their environment, their circumstances. Uh, They were deprived as a child, they didn't have the encouragement that they needed. And so, therefore, even the most evil of people are not necessarily responsible for their evil. Because well, they just need a better environment, they need encouragement, they need a they need a hand up well, you and I know of course, how ridiculous that is, because you and I, at least I hope you do, possess a biblical worldview, but this rejection of the depravity of man, the depraved nature of mankind, and the belief that man is inherently good causes the liberal progressive left to constantly and continually make decisions that are intended for good, but turn out to be horrible and destructive. Thus, misplaced compassion and unintended consequences. Now, I went through all of that to lay the foundation for this story out of California. I didn't even know this has happened even though I'm from California. I don't I don't follow California politics that closely. But evidently um I think it was a year ago. Um I think it was a year ago maybe uh, yes, it was it was just a year ago. Liberals in the California legislature put forth SB 357. It was authored by Democratic State Senator Scott Weiner, backed by the ACLU, and signed into law by Gavin Newsom. Now, what did this brand-new state law do? It decriminalized prostitution. Yeah, it decriminalized prostitution. Now, why would anybody in their right mind decriminalize something that is so incredible, not only just wrong, but incredibly destructive to everybody involved? Well, it was the compassionate thing to do. You see, State Senator Scott Weiner said that a disproportionate number of black and Hispanic women were being hassled by police. Yeah, hassled by police. Oh, and also, trans women were being disproportionately harassed by police simply because of their identity. And so, he had compassion on prostitutes, particularly black and trans prostitutes, and decided. We need to stop police from enforcing laws concerning prostitution. And so SB, what was it? SB 357 wound its way through the California legislature and was finally approved and signed into law by Gavin Newsom. Now, please remember, The people of California were told this is the compassionate thing to do. This is the loving thing to do. We can't just lock up women because, well, they need a job and they identify as a prostitute or whatever. So the compassionate thing to do is to take away the stigma to take away the law and this was intended to help women well misplaced compassion leads to unintended consequences we'll deal with that when we return
21: Ready, Pastors, to see how much we appreciate you. At our biggest ever 20th annual Pastor Appreciation Day and Ministry Expo. Wednesday, October 25th at Armature Works. Sponsored by Word of Life Bible Institute with great food, forums, valuable gifts, and keynote speaker Pastor Ken Witten. Plus, someone's going to win a seven-night cruise from Travel Cats and MSc cruises. It's a big day you don't want to miss. So RSVP now at Let's Talk and click on the 20th annual Pastor Appreciation Day banner.
23: Now, here's syndicated columnist Gal Thomas.
22: The invasion of Israel by Hamas and the murder of more than 1,000 Israelis, including the worst atrocities since the Holocaust, has ripped off the thin veneer of anti Semitism in America and around the world. Statements blaming Israel for the murders have come not only from predictable sources like MSNBC, but from many universities. Harvard, whose motto is Veritas or Truth, was among the worst. Its president issued a statement condemning Israel, but when she was denounced, she issued another statement apologizing for the first. Believe me, she meant the first one. It was the same with members of the squad in Congress. These people don't deserve to represent America, but voters put them in office, so who has blood on their hands? It's not good to be on the wrong side of God when it comes to the Jewish people. He made a covenant with them, and anyone familiar with Revelation knows how that comes out. Some people have falsely blamed the Jews for problems of their own making or problems of others. From accusations they're Christ killers to the disgusting protocols of Zion and much more, Jews have become
9: that sounds like something to look into and that's Medishare. Maybe you've heard switching to Medishare to pay for healthcare can save the typical family 500 bucks a month and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch. To the customer satisfaction rate for Medishare is double that of the typical health insurance plan, double. Medishare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century and members have shared more than 3 billion dollars of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-90-BIBLE. That's 855-90-BIBLE. 855-90-BIBLE.
0: Lots of channels. Nothing to watch Join AM 930 The Answer's national radio host and conservative icon, Sebastian Gorka, on the Great American Cigar Tour. Brought to you by Todd Saylor and Wired Differently and Midas Gold Group. Coming Wednesday, November 15th at 7 p.m. to the Corona Cigar Company at 22 North Lemon Avenue in Sarasota. We'll discuss politics and life with great cigars. Plus, an exclusive book signing by Todd Saylor with his new book, Your Will Be Done. For details, visit TheAnswerSarasota.com.
17: While others are hitting happy hour, you're hitting the gym. While they're hoisting mugs, you're lifting kettlebells. You owe it to yourself to get the most out of your fitness regimen before and after your workout with Fortify Fit. Fortify Fit's power-packed formula is designed to enhance muscle synthesis, strength, and endurance. All evidence-based nutrients in this proprietary formula are well-documented and backed in good clinical studies. Taken before and after your workout, Fortify Fit is also hailed for what it doesn't contain. No dyes, artificial flavors, or carrageenan. With Fortify Fit, you get all you need to get the most out of your workout without needless additives and sketchy sweeteners. Order Fortify Fit today at Fortify.com. That's F-O-R-T-I-F-E-Y-E ecom Or call 866 503 That's 866 And at fortify.com. Thanks for listening to Faith Talk. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio is our friend Bob Bernie.
11: talk radio that makes a difference makes a difference this is Bob Bernie live
10: and welcome back to Bob Bernie live and the Don Crow show and the Bill Bunkley show as we simulcast in Tampa, Florida, Washington, D.C., and Columbus, Ohio. Before the break, I was trying to lay the foundation for a story that I came across this morning out of California. The liberal progressive left in California pushed through legislation that decriminalized prostitution. Well, the proponents of the legislation would deny that. Actually, it decriminalized, quote, loitering with intent to commit prostitution. So in other words, unless someone was actually caught in the very act of prostitution, police in California now cannot even question a woman on the street. Now, why? Compassion. According to the liberal progressive left. Well, how has that worked out? Well, here's the headline that caught my attention this morning. Are you ready for this? Open sex markets 24 hours a day in wake of Democratic backed law, prostitution now spreads in California. Y- yeah. Unintended Consequences, which almost always follows misplaced compassion from the liberal progressive left. Listen to this first paragraph from the story out of California. Californians are complaining about barely clothed prostitutes roaming the streets in broad daylight. An issue heightened by Democratic Governor Newsom signing Senate Bill 357 Local officials say. Now, this isn't church people in California. It's not pastors, although I'm sure they're saying the same thing. These are local officials, like the mayors of many cities across the state of California. Listen to this. National City Mayor, now National City is down by San Diego. National City Mayor Ron Morrison, an independent has criticized the law, telling local news that prostitutes are, quote, now wearing less than what you would consider a scanty negligee and flaunting it in everybody's face. uh, Mayor Morrison said the law, which was signed by Newsom last year, ties the hands of law enforcement, stating that the moment the bill was signed everyone knew that all the rules about prostitution were out the window. Mm-hmm. San Diego Police Chief David Nisleit, I believe he is a Democrat, told in local news that the law has, quote, made it extremely difficult for police to get involved in prostitution at all. He went on. This is the police chief of San Diego. In the past, you know, when we were able to contact women or those involved in sex trafficking, we could use the loitering with intent after we watched them. Once they decriminalize that, we really don't have any way into making that contact anymore. What we're seeing now is we have these open sex markets 24 hours a day 365 days out of the year the police chief said he went on he also claimed that he can't comp- can't apprehend any women for indecent exposure since the way the law is written if their genitals are covered in any way they cannot be arrested Um, yeah. Now, what has this led to? A dramatic increase in sex trafficking. Now, who is this law supposed to help? Well, black and Hispanic and trans prostitutes. Who is it hurting the most? Well, the people that the liberal progressive left said that it would help. This is the pattern of the liberal progressive left. Quote, video footage from the Bay Area and San Diego in particular show women walking the streets in G-software, pardon me, a law allowing a police officer to arrest you based exclusively on how you look, not on what you do. It's been a long time since I've read anything dumber than that. You mean to tell me you can't tell who a prostitute is because of the way they're dressed? And he goes on. That's wrong. We shouldn't have that kind of law on the books. And police have plenty of laws that deal with trafficking, and they should be doing more work on addressing trafficking and less time complaining. So we have residents all over the state of California saying, we've got to deal with this with our children. We have women that are basically, I started to say half naked, three-fourths naked, out on the streets, in the middle of the day, not just at night, and anywhere. In residential communities, and residential neighborhoods, on street corners, everywhere, and it's obvious what they're doing. They call the police. They complain. The police can do absolutely nothing. And so what's happened? Prostitution is exploding in California. Sex trafficking is increasing in California. And this is the way that the liberal left works. They say they have compassion. They say they care. And so they pass laws. And what happens? The very people that they're supposed to be helping are hurt the worst. So now in California, we have mayors across the state pleading with the legislature to repeal this terrible law. Will it be repealed? Uh, Who knows? After all, this is California. Yeah, it is. This is California. It may be my home state. I may have grown up there. But my goodness, the liberal left has absolutely destroyed it. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back.
21: 282 CI Tampa, W271CY Lakeland, W262CP Bayonet Point.
5: Online at Let's Talk Faith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey.
27: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Hospitals in Gaza faced collapse Monday as water power and medicine near depletion and hundreds of thousands of Palestinians searched for dwindling food supplies while Israel maintained punishing airstrikes in retaliation for last week's deadly rampage by Hamas that killed hundreds of Israelis. Donald Trump says in a social media post he'll appeal a narrow gag order imposed on him in his 2020 election interference case in Washington. U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin's Monday order bars the Republican presidential candidate from making statements targeting prosecutors, possible witnesses, and the judge's staff. On Wall Street, the Dow by 314 points, the NASDAQ rose 160, the S&P 500 advanced 45. More details at srnnews.com. President Biden continues to promote the LGBT agenda at every opportunity speaking to a gathering of the human rights campaign over the weekend he condemned the brutal islamic terrorist attack on israel but then tried to tie it to homosexuality we
0: have to reject hate in every form because history has taught us again and again anti-semitism islamophobia homophobia transphobia they're all connected
27: the human rights campaign is the largest gay advocacy group in the u.s and a major donor to democratic candidates and causes Pennsylvania counties told lawmakers it's too late to move up the state's 2024 presidential primary date to accommodate Jewish holidays. The County Commissioner's Association of Pennsylvania says there's not enough time to successfully administer the election if they also must handle the tasks associated with moving next year's primary from April 23rd. This is SRN News.
9: This is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, switching to MediShare can save you even more than usual, on top of what you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a health care solution right now, especially given how inflation is affecting us. And MediShare is the affordable, reliable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves about $500 a month. You might save even more. And MediShare is a Christian community that's been sharing each other's health care costs for 30 years now, and they're making it easier than ever. Apply by October 31st, and you can save an additional $150 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second, but just tell them the promo code SHARE to get your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch like more than 400,000 people already have and start saving. Here it is. It's 844-47-BIBLE. That's 844-47-BIBLE. 844-47-BIBLE.
14: Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 800-930-9129. 800-930-9129. 930 9129 That's 800-930-9129. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne.
5: And I'm Danica Bourne.
25: And, and we're the, the owners of South Coast, Coast Tax. Coast.
5: We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach.
0: South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number.
5: Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation and we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start.
0: Proverbs 1522 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at one 800 tax 1176 and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is one 800 tax 1176
17: Thanks for listening to Faith Talk. Bill Bunkley is taking a break today. Sitting in for Bill from our sister station in Columbus, Ohio, is our friend Bob Bernie.
11: Today's news, God's word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Burney Live.
10: And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live, the Don Crow Show, and the Bill Bunkley Show as we continue to simulcast in Columbus, Ohio, Tampa, Florida, and Washington, D.C., and wherever you are listening. My name is Bob Bernie, and it is my honor and privilege to be your host today. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for joining me. And uh, I thank Bill Bunkley for giving me the privilege and Don Crow for giving me the privilege of being guest host for them today. Um, I've been around the block maybe longer than many of you, maybe most of you. Uh, and I'm I'm not a Catholic, um, but... I don't think I have ever seen so much controversy about a pope among Catholics. I suppose all popes are controversial to many non-Catholics or people of other religions. But throughout my lifetime, I have seen great respect, great honor, uh, reverence for whoever the pope was. And I go back yeah, I'm old enough to go back several popes. But this pope, I've just, I've never seen so many, many Catholics so very upset about their pope. I have a lot of Catholics in my audience, and they know that we differ on, on uh, theological issues. In fact, I was at a speaking engagement just a week ago and a, a wonderful gentleman came up to me afterwards and said, hey, I just wanted to meet you. I listen to your program every day. I want you to know I'm a Catholic, and I know we don't agree on all the theology, and and that's okay. I just appreciate so much you taking a stand for life and on biblical principles. And uh, I, I'm not a Catholic, but I listen to you almost every day. Okay, well, that's great. But I have received and continue to receive more and more communication, Uh, Facebook, private messages, emails from Catholics in my audience about this pope and his clear rejection of many of the doctrines that he is supposed to be upholding. Um, It's no secret that he is an avowed socialist. Well, he is. He has criticized capitalism repeatedly, and there is no doubt that, well, he leans to towards being a socialist. All right? And again, I, I don't think that's—and I don't think he would deny that. I don't think that's any secret. But this story in front of me bothers me as much as anything I've read about this current pope, and I would imagine this is going to cause an enormous amount of concern uh, and possibly anger and outrage among Catholics, and it involves the pope's comments or lack of comments about what's going on in Israel Israel's foreign minister, Eli Cohen, has spoken out very angrily toward the Vatican, quote, for not issuing a clear and unequivocal condemnation of the murderous terrorist actions of Hamas terrorists. Quote, the Times of Israel reported that Cohen, again, this is the Israeli foreign minister, The Times of Israel reported that Cohen told the Holy See's Secretary for Relations with States, Paul Gallagher, that the people of Israel expects the Vatican to come out with a clear, unequivocal condemnation of the murderous terrorist actions. Again, quoting from the Israeli, uh, uh, the, the foreign minister of Israel, quote, concerning the Pope. It is unacceptable that you put out a statement expressing worry primarily for Gazan civilians while Israel is burying 1,300 who were murdered by Hamas. Well, I wanted to see what the Pope actually said about what's going on in Israel. And of course, I think. Most of you, if not all of you, know there is no moral equivalency between Israel and Hamas. Hamas is an evil, wicked, demonic, terrorist organization that exists to kill, murder, destroy Israelis, Jews, and to destroy the nation of Israel. That's why they exist. They do not want peace. They do not want coexistence. Israel did not begin this war. It was Hamas that brutally came into Israel, slaughtered young people at a music concert, then went into kibbutzes and dragged women, children, went into the nurseries of homes and killed little babies and even cut their heads off. There is no moral equivalency here at all. And yes, of course, Israel retaliated to defend themselves. Well, what did the Pope say that caused such anger from the Israeli foreign minister? The Pope said, and I quote, I follow with apprehension and sorrow what is happening in Israel. I express my solidarity with the relatives of the victims, and I pray for all those who are experiencing hours of terror and anguish. The operation launched from Gaza and the reaction of the Israeli army are bringing us back to the worst period in our recent history. The too many casualties and tragedies with both Palestinians and Israeli families have to deal with will create more hatred and division and will destroy more and more any perspective of stability. What? There was, this is the Pope. This is, this is the, and and folks, listen. If you have any biblical knowledge at all, you know what our attitude is to be toward Israel. Surely the Pope understands the Abrahamic covenant that was unconditional and everlasting. Certainly he understands that. And yet, up till now, he may change it because there is a great deal of outrage. He expressed no condemnation whatsoever for Hamas, their terrorism, the murdering of innocent Israelis. He put everything on an equal playing field. He expressed sympathy for Palestinians and Jews. And by the way, of course we have sympathy for innocent Palestinians. Of course we do. But my goodness, And so the nation of Israel, through their foreign minister, has expressed outrage to the Vatican, to the Pope, and they are demanding that the Pope, the Vatican, issue a condemnation of terrorism. It's going to be interesting to see if the Pope responds. I think under this pope's leadership, the Catholic Church has experienced some very dark days. In my opinion, this is one of the darkest days, and I would think that Catholics would be the most hurt and upset by the words or lack of words from this pope. We'll be back.
0: shot of your favorite pastor well you can get him anywhere and everywhere at oneplace.com and the one place app if you miss the daily dose of encouragement you need find it there if you want to hear that great sermon one more time it's all there we don't encourage you to leave this station not ever but when you want to repeat you know where to go oneplace.com and the one place app no matter what happens we're always on
8: Travel Cats is your travel industry friend, offering you a superior travel experience at incredible group rates to customize destinations around the world. Travel Cats also has partnered this year with MSC Cruises to give away a stunning cruise for two to a deserving pastor at this year's Pastor's Appreciation Event. Learn how Travel Cats can help you with all of your travel needs at TravelCats.com. That's Travel, K-A-T-Z, TravelCats.com. Travel Cats, travel made easy.
16: now, go 800-950-0099, 950 That's 800-950-0099.
8: Are you looking for a Christian college where you can deepen your faith without breaking the budget? Check out Word of Life Bible Institute in Hudson, Florida. Our accredited courses feature top professors and Bible teachers who will challenge you to build a solid biblical foundation Our Florida campus offers a vibrant atmosphere where you can experience life in an encouraging Christian community. Plus, the practical ministry training allows you to apply biblical truth beyond the walls of the classroom. With scholarships and transfer opportunities through the nation's top colleges, you can save thousands on your degree just by spending a year at Word of Life Bible Institute. Join us in Hudson, Florida, to deepen your relationship with God like never before. Apply today at wol.to slash apply. That's wol.to slash apply. You've heard the saying,
28: one good thing leads to another? It's true, especially when you're talking about us choosing centos for your company's rental uniform leads you to the finest service quality and innovation and now it leads you to popular carhartt branded apparel that's right centos the leading provider of rental uniform programs and carhartt the premier brand of retail workwear have partnered to bring you a new and exclusive offering it's the carhartt rental workwear program only from centos you'll enjoy centos's weekly pickup and delivery professional cleaning and repairs You'll look good and feel good wearing comfortable Carhartt branded apparel. You'll wear Carhartt to work, and Cintas will do your laundry. The Carhartt rental workwear program is exclusive to Cintas. It's easy to get started. Have your company go to CentOS.com for all the details. That's C-I-N-T-A-S.com. Cintas, the uniform people.
3: You need to repent of your sin, turn from whatever you know is wrong, and trust Christ, not, tr- not Christ and religion, not Christ and church, not Christ and, and good deeds, but Christ and his atoning death alone. Nothing else in the Bible says that Christ will establish a relationship with you that will involve forgiving your sins and taking you to heaven.
21: Verse by verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff, weekday mornings at 6, here on Faith Talk Tampa.
14: The
6: fighting spirit of the Marine Corps. Is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear. Enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines.
17: Bill bunkley is taking a break today sitting in for bill from our sister station in columbus ohio is our friend bob Bernie.
11: bob wants to come to church find out how to host a cross power weekend at crosspower.net
10: And uh, welcome back to Bob Brinny Live, the Don Crow Show, and the Bill Bunkley Show. As we um, we begin to wrap things up and enter the final segment of uh, the day today, again, thank you for uh, joining me. Thank you. We continue to keep our eyes on Israel. What's going on there? Because. I am not a doom and gloomer. I am really not. I am an optimist. I don't deal in the spectacular, the sensational. I know if you're a talk show host, you're supposed to deal with a lot of sensationalism. That's just not me. I never have. I never will. But I am a realist. And I do believe in biblical prophecy. And in my lifetime, I have never, ever seen so much potential for biblical prophecy to be fulfilled and the the possibility i am not in any way saying probability again i am not an alarmist but i'm a realist the possibility of a world war to end all world wars that could very possibly Bring time as we know it to an end and the return of Jesus Christ to rapture his church out of here. Now, why do I say that? Israel is the apple of God's eye. It is the center of so much prophecy in Scripture. But most of you realize how tiny it is. It's about the size of the state of New Jersey. Imagine with me just for a moment, if you want to try to get some kind of perspective here, Imagine if all of the United States, all of Canada, and a good portion of Mexico declared war on New Jersey, or New Jersey declared war on all the rest of the United States, the other 49 states, and all of Canada, and at least portions of Mexico. That gives you a little idea of what Israel is facing they are absolutely surrounded by thousands of miles by people who want them destroyed, that want Israel to cease to exist. And that's not an exaggeration. And you have countries like Iran who have, they have repeatedly, repeatedly stated their desire that Israel be completely destroyed and they are nearing very, very closely nuclear capability. In fact, it may be possible that they already have nuclear capability. You say, well, Bob, they would never send a nuclear rocket to Israel. It would start a war and many of them would die. They don't care. If you look at the radical Muslims in Iran and the whole concept of the 12th Imam, they believe that a world, a cataclysmic world event will occur and the 12th Imam will come, just similar to the way we believe Jesus will come. And they believe the 12th Imam will not come until this huge cataclysm, cataclysmic event. And there are some so radical in Iran that they believe that wiping Israel off the face of the earth could be the best thing that ever happened and would bring in the 12th imam. Now, that's a reality. It's not in any way an overreaction. Now, is there any indication that is going to happen now? Not really. And like I said, is it a probability? No. But it certainly is a possibility. We have Hamas in the Gaza Strip. We have Hezbollah in Lebanon. We have radical Islamists in Egypt, in Syria, in Jordan, um, all over North Africa who desperately want Israel to be completely destroyed and would think nothing of starting a world war to accomplish that purpose. You say, Bob, you're being an alarmist. I don't think so. Again, there's a world of difference between possible and probable, and I am not implying that it is probable. But if you begin to see how things are turning out, and when you have so many countries turning their back on Israel and giving some kind of moral equivalency Between wicked, demonic terrorists and the nation of Israel? Almost anything is possible at this time. We are to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And I, my wife, and everyone I can influence, I hope you are doing the same. Anti-Semitism, the hatred of Jews, is alive and well and is spreading You have seen the massive demonstrations here in America supporting radical demonic terrorists. We've seen massive demonstrations in England. We've seen massive demonstrations in Canada. We've seen massive demonstrations in Australia. We've seen massive demonstrations around the world condemning Israel because... They're simply defending themselves. And then we have things like this. This is so troubling. There is a growing number of Israeli homes in Germany that are having the Star of David painted on their front door, their garage door in the front of their house. Now, if you know anything about history in the beginning of World War II, This is exactly what the Nazis did with Jews in Germany and in Poland. They would put a Star of David on their business so no one would do business with them. They would put a Star of David on the house so that they knew when it was time to get the Jews, they knew where to go. Germany said, never again. The world said, never again. And yet I'm looking at a story here out of the Daily Mail that homes around Berlin and other places in Germany are having stars of David graffitied on the doors of homes. quote, in a chilling echo of anti-Semitic persecution of Jewish people under the Nazis. Quote, pictures circulating show the symbol drawn on buildings With four cases reported to German police in Berlin alone in recent days, Jewish people living in the German capital have reported a rise in abuse following Hamas's bloody attack on Israel last week. You would think of anything that the ungodly attack of Hamas on innocent Israelis, including little babies would create enormous sympathy for Jews. In many cases, it's doing exactly the opposite, because like the Nazis, people honestly believe that these are evil Jews and they're getting exactly what they deserve. Now, again, I, I don't want to
15: alarm. Hi, this is Bill Bunker.